0: everyone welcome to another episode of let's chat reality i'm michael
1: and i'm molly
0: and today we are going to be talking about jewish matchmaking which is a brand new show on netflix um that dropped a few weeks ago so we wanted to give everyone some time to watch it to get ready for it and we are excited to talk about it as two jews <laughs> ourselves <laughs>
1: (laughs) so when i saw the show come out it was interesting because i was like wow like i didn't know this was even being filmed and now there's a show on netflix about jewish young people that are dating like this should be interesting so we'll get more into our thoughts later on but first we should start with the news stories of this past week so i saw that now survivor and big brother are changing to be 90 minute episodes
0: so survivor and the amazing
1: race Oh, sorry. (laughs) survivor right, yeah. <laughs> so and the amazing race i wasn't looking at my notes sorry
0: brother right. already has enough
1: <laughs> yeah not big brother big brother <laughs> needs
0: TV no more
1: um survivor so and the amazing race and yeah, i li- i love those shows that? i don't know how you feel about that but i'm excited to see more content and related to those shows
0: i'm really excited i feel like amazing Race in particular actually um really needs 90 minute episodes because especially in the early weeks it's hard with you know, 11 teams of of two people each, that's 22 people. And usually these are 22 brand new people who we don't know anything about. And Amazing Race, I feel like, struggles sometimes to kind of have character development in the teams and to show us which teams are working together and the relationships between them. And so I hope with this extra, you know, without commercials, it's what, an extra maybe 20 minutes, Of content that they're going to be able to show us more of that. Survivor I think could be great also. I worry of where they're going to allocate this time to though because I feel like if they just kind of use it as more of the Jeff Probst talk show (laughs) and analogies that kind of make sense maybe at Tribal Council... (laughs) then I worry a little bit that it's just gonna be not used in the best way, but I'm still excited for it. And I think, you know, the first couple episodes of this past survivor season were 90 minutes and I thought they were they were pretty good use of it. So I'm hopeful.
1: Yeah, no, I definitely agree. I feel like on Amazing Race, like you never really know who the teams are, I feel like, until like it's later on. And then you like can only really get the picture of like a few of the people. Because there's just such limited time and so many activities and so many things that they're doing every day that it's like, how are they even fitting that in a 60-minute episode each week? Like, I am shocked every time. Like, there's so much stuff that you don't get to see. So, of course, like, that's how they edit it down. But I'm excited to see, like, what else we can see with that and, like, how we can maybe care more about maybe more teams than we usually do in certain ways. Because I feel like sometimes you just don't really get to know that many of the teams.
0: Exactly. And I wonder... Yeah, I wonder if the reason for this is kind of a precautionary element for the writer's strike possibly lasting a long time and, you know, really needing more reality television to to buffer that, um, since they might not be able to uh, film a whole lot of new scripted shows for the fall. Um, Yeah, that's a good point as well. So yeah, I wonder if that's the reason why, but whatever it is, I'll take it. And hopefully even well after the writer's strike has ended, they will continue to do that if it if it goes well.
1: Yeah, because I feel like also in Survivor, there's so much stuff that gets cut out because there's probably like, I mean, every day they're filming and conversations that they're having that they only choose certain moments of it. But yeah, I feel like Survivor right now does a good job at like being able to understand most of the characters. Not everyone of the cast is like, you can tell who they are, like, at this point, like, we can, we'll talk more about it in a future episode, but, like, we, like, don't really know, like, three of the final six people, I feel like, like, everyone loves certain three of them, and everyone else is, like, okay, like, they're fine, But because you don't really have that deep connection to them, like, we haven't had much airtime with them, so, maybe that will also allow for more development characters of that, because, like, it's just, like, you don't get to see everyone interacting all the time, or, like, their confessional like all those things that like that can maybe add to like i don't what you're saying like i don't want them to just be like have jeff talk to them and have more of the, that kind of conversation yeah. i want to see more of like their interactions or like their thoughts into like strategy and like all that goes into survivor
0: yeah i totally agree well we'll okay. see we'll see what it is and in, in, i guess september i don't think they've announced an official premiere date for either of those yet but they'll probably um be late september
2: Uh, yeah so that will be a while
0: to go but yeah (laughs) we will see uh so next we have the vanderpump rules reunion trailer dropped which looks amazing (laughs) we are going to be discussing the uh vanderpump rules finale next week and the season as a whole of course um but just kind of i know molly you watched the reunion trailer not having seen a whole lot of the um the the season so far but i know you are going to catch up before next week when we talk about it but what were your thoughts as someone who maybe wasn't as up to date on the show in general
1: i thought the trailer was really well done and the stuff that they highlighted like even if i didn't necessarily know all the context or like I knew like bits and pieces of it. Like I felt like invested in what was Mm -hmm. happening in that trailer. I was like, okay, now I need to watch this because this is insane. And I already knew like it is insane. But like seeing the reactions of each member of the cast and just like seeing what they were saying and like, they are so funny. And like all the reactions, just like just everyone's commentary that they edited to choose for that trailer I felt was on point. And I was just really, really drawn to like be like, okay. When is this happening? Because I need to see
0: this. Yeah, no, I'm. It's really interesting because it feels like we've been waiting so long for this reunion because it's filmed almost two months ago, and wow. um, you know, that's a long time for a reunion. Usually, I, I think it's maybe three or four weeks it airs after it films, and so this is twice that long. Um, and it, I feel like. So much has happened since then because I mean just with the skin, like it feels like every day there's something new. And I guess that's kind of starting to to fade away a little bit. <laughs> but for a really long time there, it really felt like every single day there was so much news about it. Um but yeah, I think it looks fantastic. Um I I love seeing it was really the first time that we will see. Well, I guess in the finale, we're going to see Ariana and Tom interact. and um, But most of them, I don't think in the finale, I mean, we haven't seen it yet, so I don't know for sure. But I don't think that, you know, we get to see Lala and Sheena. Well, we see Sheena. But um, Lala and Katie and all them interact with Tom Sandoval or Raquel. Uh, and so to see them just really go out there it's gonna be great I generally don't love seasons where it's like everyone versus one or two people but in this case it is well deserved and I am so excited for it
1: I know my favorite comment we can talk more about next week but just had to highlight it with the timelines of like oh we didn't, you guys didn't match up your timeline yeah
0: <laughs> and I
2: love we know like, how
1: much timelines matter yeah. and the fact that they like she I about
0: know them. because <laughs> Right, well, and I mean, Tom had been saying, yeah, January is when uh, I told Schwartz, and no, it was, then Schwartz is not a good liar, he (laughs) just, he needs some sort of publicity training, and is not getting it, I don't know who's advising him, nobody's advising him, clearly, but I love them that much more for it, because it it's so great we always know to ask shorts if you want a plea pre-planned story to fall apart because <laughs> he will never follow through with it yep. um but in well, other yeah and um in other vanderbilt rules news um the randall Emmett hulu documentary which i didn't know was a thing um until today is coming out a week from today on may 22nd um so that is for anyone who doesn't know um that is lala Ken's ex-fiance and he about i guess a year ago um there was all these news stories that came out about him basically being like a mini harvey weinstein and she they obviously split up and he cheated on her and all this stuff and there i had no clue that there was a documentary coming out about it but i will definitely be watching it and it looks great it looks really interesting and um i think we're gonna obviously learn a lot more about everything that happened with him and with their split and and all of that so for anyone interested that comes out like i said a week from today
1: yeah well, that's exciting. Um, I actually didn't know about that because I'm not <laughs> the, the pump Rules world. Right, right. But that sounds interesting. So that should be good.
0: Yeah, um, I think even for people who don't watch the show, I feel like that will be kind of an interesting... I
1: can like, learn it all about it.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely.
1: Yeah. Uh, so, then, yeah, go ahead. So, so our next news story, this one is really exciting. Chris Shell from Selling Sunset is now married to her partner, I don't even know if they were engaged, but G Flip. <laughs> um, <laughs> they were. I don't think. I mean, at least it wasn't knowledge to us. Like, maybe yeah, G-Flip's really like talking about it and, like the right, like, like, right specific ring or like proposal for it. But I love seeing. I don't know if you've seen the TikToks and stuff of G Flip's new song, "Be Your Man." But G Flip was really, really promoting this song, and I was like, this is a really good song. And like then. The day that it came out was the day that they came out with the, their marriage so i was like that was really good pr on their front <laughs>
0: like, yeah yeah no definitely
1: um, but um, I, also and, and it really... I feel like they're a great couple overall like
0: well I was... I was gonna say it timed it well with the new season of selling sunset premiering yeah. this friday too yeah
1: so, so it's it great timing for everyone in their
0: relationship yeah. um you know i'm very happy for them I'm excited for Rochelle after her terrible split with <laughs> justin hartley she deserves happiness and it's just so crazy to think that the last season that we watched of selling sunset she was still dating jason <laughs> yeah
3: no.
1: Yeah, so this season will be interesting to see like what they show their relationship because i'm sure they're gonna show more of it but now oh, we're yeah. gonna know like now they're in- married so it's like yeah
0: I don't know the g-flip I I feel like she probably just filmed like maybe like two or three times or something it seems like um it sounds like from I, I feel like interviews that Chrishell has done where they've asked if she filmed it um or excuse me if they filmed it sounds like it wasn't a whole lot necessarily but um at least a couple times which hey that's a couple times more than uh justin filmed with her <laughs> so i'm glad at least it seems like Flip is much more supportive than than uh justin was
1: yeah no so that will be fun i like seeing their tiktoks together so i'm a, I'm a fan of their couple or, or them as a couple and also Chriselle and Flip individually I, I didn't know who G Flip was honestly I, was just,
0: I didn't was, uh, either but,
2: and, yeah.
1: but now i listen to their music and i'm like wow this is actually really good <laughs> <laughs> so that will be exciting to see how their relationship evolved. i mean now they're married but like maybe they'll adopt a kid or like i don't know what they yeah. want yeah
0: i know because that was really one of the reasons why Chriselle broke up with jason uh was because he uh you know didn't really want kids and she did or at least wanted the possibility of that if he wasn't open to it really at all. Um, so I'm I'm excited that, you know, they'll be able to to have a kid if they want or not if they don't, but I'm uh, yeah. excited for them. Um, so next, we um, talked about last week how Dancing with the Stars was moving from Disney Plus to back to ABC. And so earlier this week, Peacock, also announced that a couple of their reality shows um particularly Real Houses of Miami and Below Deck Adventure that were Peacock Originals are now going to be moved to Bravo so this feels like kind of a trend now in this case especially with reality shows I guess but um that shows that were just streaming are now moving back to broadcast television so I'm curious, do you think that that is a sign that maybe this whole streaming craze that really picked up steam during the deep into the pandemic days, is kind of waning a bit and maybe things people are moving back to broadcast cable and a little bit away from streaming, or is maybe just kind of giving people the option of doing whatever, whichever way they want? Uh, What do we think kind of the future of that is?
1: yeah i definitely it's interesting because i feel like streaming platforms still are the way of the future and like how Mm. people are like more so being like the cord cutters is like how we learned it. like removing cable from their like they don't need it really anymore because of all the streaming services that are out there but i think that they're still trying to reach those people that maybe haven't really gone into having all those streaming services because peacock like it's not the most common one, in my opinion, like, if people to have mm-hmm. one, like, maybe they just realize, like, more people have Bravo to watch it on national, like, in the more cable sense than they do for watching it on Peacock, so they want to still be able to reach both those audiences because aren't they still going to be on Peacock as well?
0: Yeah, so it'll be yeah. the, everything from Bravo streams next day on Peacock, so yeah. it's not it's gonna immediately.
1: Still be on the streaming platform itself, but I think just having that other Like being on cable as well is gonna help their ratings. I would say I don't know like the like exact data behind of like why they decided that, but I'm Mm -hmm. sure there was a lot of thought and process that went into that because they're then they have to do more commercials and all that stuff that like goes into cable television. Um, But I don't know because I think streaming platform or streaming services like are really great. Like I mean. Like I have a lot of them. <laughs> I like using them just because I don't always have the time to like put on TV when the show is airing live. So right. me as a user, like I prefer having streaming services. But I know there are a lot of people who do love having it. Like this is the night is coming out. This is when it's showing. Like mm-hmm. on television is like a different feeling sometimes. But I don't know how you feel about it. But no, that's I agree Yeah,
0: you know, I I think there's a fine line between shows being only available on streaming especially shows that were originally on broadcast that they pulled from it to be only on streaming like Dancing with the Stars was yeah. I think that upsets a lot of people when it's like that because okay this is the show that I used to be able to watch for free and now I have to pay it's behind a paywall for me and I think that really upsets a lot of people and even a show like you know Real Houses of Miami that was revived strictly to be on peacock you know it was canceled for 10 years eight years um before returning just to be on peacock and so i think there was a that was a little bit different because it gave people a sense of like oh i'm really glad that peacock exists now because because of that this show came back <laughs> um you know or below deck adventure that was a a new off of below deck that was strictly for peacock so i think it was a little bit different i don't think people were as upset about something like that but I think that there's kind of this new thing that I feel like Peacock is doing where you know for instance with the Vanderpump Rules reunions they're airing on Bravo but there's going to be extended uncensored versions available on Peacock the next day so I feel like that's an incentive for people to get it because it gives them a you know longer version Yeah, Yeah. but you don't miss the main version if you don't have it. And so I think that's a kind of a good compromise that they're starting to do more of to where it feels like if you don't have Peacock, you're not missing out on the main version of it. You still get to watch what most people are watching. But then if you do have it, you kind of get this bonus and so yeah. I think that's a good compromise. And then there's, you know, obviously certain shows on Peacock that are only gonna be exclusively to their like spin-offs and things like that of different things like, you know, Real Housewives Ultimate Girls Trip is just on Peacock. And they have obviously a bunch of scripted shows still and Love Island and you know, these these shows that are weren't taken from somewhere else to be on peacock but they're just kind of exclusively living there (laughs) if that makes sense at all yeah (laughs) so i I think that i think that these streamers and these networks are kind of just learning how how to manage to make everybody happy
1: (laughs) for sure yeah so i think it's a good thing that they're going back into being on bravo as well as showing a peacock because they just make but you said make more people happy, so I think that's their main goal, is my opinion. Yeah, definitely. So,
0: um, so now we got some bachelor news. Um, so Sydney from Clay, uh, from Colton season, got married, and uh, Haley uh, Ferguson, one of the twins, uh, from Ben Higgins season, uh, gave birth to her son. So we got a couple of bachelor alums with with happy news upon us
1: <laughs> yeah no that's exciting for both of them um I always I see sometimes in news content like I saw she's been dating that guy for like a while so I was like saw oh, that wedding and I was like oh that's so pretty like happy for them and then also that Emily I don't know Haley Haley gave birth. I always get the name. Haley, <laughs> Haley gave birth. Um, and that's really cute because also, isn't Emily pregnant? Like, she's having a baby soon, too. I
0: was going to say, I don't know if she's pregnant. I know that she,
1: I think so she's, she's married. married. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, that'd be really cute if, like, they have kids. Like, yeah. the same time because they're twins and, like, mm-hmm. they can grow up together. So yeah, for sure.
0: Fun.
1: But yeah, Haley, I think um, she married, she's the one that married the hockey player.
0: I'm not sure I don't want to okay. say of wrong <laughs> I'm not sure <laughs> I don't know but they they definitely
1: are doing well for them yeah
0: so. I love the twins I one of my favorite bachelor trips is the funny job titles that they give them and I just loved the twins was one of my classic favorites of where they just their job was twin
1: <laughs> uh, so I love Ben Hagen's season so like Me I too. feel like That season just has like high praise in my mind. So the fact that they were on it just
0: like automatically is good. No, I agree. I feel like he is still to this day, like Sean Lowe and Ben Higgins are the two kind of like gold standard for the show. Like they bring them back every chance they get, they love them. And then wasn't even
2: successful. i know the well
0: sean was successful sean was successful
2: but then i just was sweetheart.
0: not but i feel like <laughs> still even so i feel like he has maintained a good relationship with the show and and they continue to to bring him back a lot so um yeah both yeah, of are yeah. so that's
1: exciting
0: yeah um and then lastly here and i guess we could have talked about this when we were talking about uh peacock and, and vanderpump rules but um the Real Houses Ultimate Girls Trip season five cast was announced um, as being the um, Real Houses in New York legacy show that had been long discussed. Um, the cast is Ramona, Sonia, Luann, Kelly, and Kristen Takeman. Um, also today, the uh, trailer for the season 14 reboot of Real Houses in New York um, came out and that premieres on July 16th. So we have quite a while to go for that very early for a trailer <laughs> that
1: is really early well two <laughs> months from now yeah <laughs> crazy but it's still
0: a lot yeah it's a long time it feels like a long time at least for now but I guess it will, I'm sure it will fly by
2: yeah
0: um well that's all the news we had for today so let's get into uh Jewish matchmaking here yeah um, so Molly do you want to kind of explain the overall concept of the show
1: yes so, first of all, the, there's one matchmaker in the show. Her name is Elisa, and she meets with multiple people, just helping them with finding their match, essentially. Just like, I mean, as a matchmaker, that's what you want to do. <laughs> um, and so she's interviewing or asking them questions about what they're seeking and what they want, Then sets them up on dates. Some of them are buying dates. Some of them, she sees, they see the person before they go into and know a little bit about them and uh, we're just gonna see overall like the story of multiple people which we can touch on about that but like there's multiple different people on different levels of Judaism and what they observe and all that kind of stuff which is really interesting to see I feel like showing that variety of the religious levels within Judaism because as a Jewish person Jewish person like I know that in terms of what that means in Judaism, but I feel like not everyone knows that. And so if people who are watching the show like didn't get to know about that kind of aspect of the levels, <laughs> the how various. Like you can be like really observant or really not observant, but you're still Jewish and still want to marry Jewish. Like it's interesting to show that in like a wider realm, which was really cool to see that. um And then we just get to see the couples and if they continue on with the match that they get matched with or not, and just them dating overall so that's the general the general idea of the show and how it was running but um what are your thoughts overall Michael before we go into specifics of
0: it yeah no I think I was I was mostly surprised I I guess I just anticipated that it would be more religious Jews uh that would be on a show like this I think just when I think of matchmaking or something like that that's kind of what I think of as someone who's more religious um, and so I was a little bit surprised and unhappy um, about the fact that they showed such kind of a wide range, because I feel like I was able to relate to more of them than I thought I would. Um, I thought Aliza uh, seemed great. Uh, I thought she did a pretty good job overall with most of the matches, even if they didn't necessarily work out. I feel like I could see a lot of them uh, working out. So I, I thought she was uh, I thought she did a good job. Um, and as someone who I have not seen Indian matchmaking, so this was a spinoff of Indian matchmaking, which is a show that has gone for a few seasons on Netflix. Um, so I, I don't necessarily have anything to compare it to in that sense, um, in terms of how Aliza was versus the matchmaker on that show. Um, but, but I liked her from, from what I saw. So I, I enjoyed it. Yeah, no, it
1: was good to see like, the levels that as i was saying before but i definitely think is when i saw when we, she was talking about um specifically like how she was raised was also interesting because like she's actually if people don't know like Bachuba, like she became religious later on mm-hmm. so i think that also gave her that perspective that she wasn't religious before and now she's like she is but since she wasn't before like she knows more so like she wasn't judging anyone which i feel like Sometimes right. in the northwest community, like they might judge you for like not being as observant or that kind of stuff. So like because she already had that experience of like not being religious, like, I think that also helped her be more understanding in that sense as well.
0: Yeah, definitely. No, I think yeah, she was able to kind of relate to both ends of the yeah. spectrum. Yeah. Um. So, do we think that there Because I feel like. When I was watching, when I got to the end, I kind of wanted to know like what happened with all these couples. (laughs) This was obviously filmed quite a while ago. And I want to know who's still together. Um, so do you think that this type of show should have some sort of reunion or not even necessarily like an in studio, certainly not a live reunion? Let's not try that again <laughs> Netflix, <laughs> but even some sort of like 10 minutes at the end of the finale, like where are they now type of thing? Because I would have liked that at the yeah, very so, least. When it ended, I
1: was thinking, I was like, oh, so I don't know anything at all like i was like right. okay. so then like, you have try to saw, a, like, like
0: sleuth on instagram to see who's still together <laughs>
1: i know because like and also it didn't seem like any of them were that strong of a couple so like i didn't really have hopes for anyone but like i kind of wanted to know like you know like, i still wanted to like feel like right. i knew what was so... happening but i feel like also overall like because the show highlights how many people individually it's like want to Ten? 10 people wow. over the course yeah. of eight episodes like and we were still meeting people i know at the very end <laughs> i know i was like i don't know this person at all like yeah. i i have to critique the show which like we have to on our podcast but, like i don't think they should have highlighted that many people because it was a lot like it was kind of overwhelming i was like oh another person like i was like i don't yeah. even know who the other people were that i just heard about in the last episode Because they're only showing you like little bits and pieces of them. Mm -hmm. Um, And then I kind of wanted to see their stories more. And then we got someone new story. And I was like, I don't know about this person, but I wanted to know about the other person. So it was like, kind of like, overwhelming in a sense, even though like, it was interesting, because then you got to see like, multiple different relationships overall. But I think then it could just be different seasons. Like, I think you could like, make the episodes more focused in on people. For one season and another season like focusing on some other people yeah because i wanted there to be like like i think that's what love is blind does really well is like more of that development
3: mm-hmm. in
1: those relationships and like the people and those characters that you get to see in the show mm-hmm. and i didn't feel like i got any of that
0: in yeah one well, i wonder too if they maybe don't know exactly when they start the season how many couples they're going to feature basically due to like how many dates they're gonna each go on uh you know someone like Harmony I feel like went on three dates versus um I I feel like there was someone who only really we saw go on one um I'm trying to remember who that was I think it was Faye I think we only saw go on one date
1: she had one person but they went on two dates
0: Right, right 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 yeah um So maybe, yeah, maybe they don't know exactly, like, and they add in someone later on because someone from the earlier episodes just kind of fizzled out and we didn't really see them. (laughs) So it's kind of different in that sense to Love is Blind, where not all the couples go from beginning to end of the season you know really each of them only is maybe on two or three of the episodes and then by the end we're watching totally different couples than we were in episode one
1: <laughs> yeah but also like how is Elisa traveling to all these places because they
0: were in this must have filmed over a long places. period of time yeah, yeah. <laughs> they
1: were in multiple places like yeah Israel like California Miami like
0: right right
1: where is she know <laughs> like she flying everywhere, but also that's why I feel like they could have split up because I feel like there there was more mm-hmm. that they filmed that this wasn't shown. And even if like maybe certain some of those couples didn't continue, like there were probably other matches that were made. Like because when Eliza does her job, like she's not just matching once, like she, or twice, like she could continue it on until like whenever
3: they kind right. of find
1: someone or they stop to stop going with her to find someone but like maybe there was a certain contract with like you're gonna yeah. be placed with three people maximum or like well, well like... but then
0: yeah someone like cindy kind of at the end was you know thinking maybe she should go back to her ex-boyfriend so i guess there's people like that who maybe kind of after a couple realize and eh, maybe matchmaking's off for me <laughs> yeah
1: so like with those people then just like they won't have as much of a feature
3: right but
1: I think with the people that we're actually trying to date and try to be matched up with others from Eliza, I think it would have been beneficial to see more of them with those dates, just them speaking with Eliza, just like in general. Like I like those conversations that they were having, like recapping those dates yeah. and like seeing what was aligning and what wasn't aligning. Um, because mm-hmm. I feel like that's really real and like I mean, I personally like having those kind of conversations with friends or family, like when I go on a date or like talk to people, I'm like, okay, like this is how it went, like talking right, about like, right. It was cool to see that part of the show, but also because we didn't really know the people all that much. It was then like, okay, I didn't even see that. Like, I was like, I'm hearing this now, but like, I didn't know that even happened.
0: Well, and also, so Again, I didn't know this as not watching Indian matchmaking, but um, I was actually just earlier today talking with one of my friends. Shout out to Danielle. I know you're listening. Um, she told me that on Indian matchmaking, usually, you know, in season two, there were a couple of the of people from season one who came back. Um, and I didn't realize that. I thought it was all new people, all new couples every season on a show like this, but um it's kind of I guess more in the vein of 90-day fiancé where generally they have I would say 80 to 90% new couples on uh you know the standard version. Um uh, but then there's you know usually one or two that come back from a previous season and we continue following them. So I guess that's kind of how it is with this too where people who are still going through this process you know a year or so later um we might feature them again um and so i guess in that sense maybe they don't necessarily want to spoil the uh you know where they are now because they might be filming them currently for a new season and we'll see how it goes but i still do think that they could do like a six months later type of thing and not necessarily spoil where they are right this second but a few months later after they filmed this since i think it was probably a year or so ago so it's really been yeah a long time
1: a and change yeah um but then you just have to follow them on instagram and try to stalk them see what's happening But well and they
0: did do an article and i right. i will say spoiler alert when we're going through each couple because they did do they did um publish an article on uh Tadum or to doom, I don't know how it's pronounced, but um Netflix's kind of blog, uh, official blog, and they did give relationship status updates on each of them. So I'll right. read those as we go through them. But if you don't want to know, you know, it's not really a spoiler, I guess, if you finished watching it because they don't say it. We're <laughs> giving
1: you information that you want. <laughs> give you information,
0: yeah. <laughs> Uh, so yeah. should we go through each couple now? We'll just kind of quickly um give our thoughts on on each of these. Um I guess we're not really couples, people with multiple matches. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um we'll start we'll go in order of when they featured on the show. So we'll start with Danny, who was our first person uh who we met. Um she's from Miami. Uh, her religious level is she celebrates the high holidays um you know I wouldn't say that she's extremely religious um but she was first paired up with david um and what are you what did you think of David?
3: <laughs>
1: I didn't think that they were that compatible yeah on the first date like I just felt like based on his background like he was more religious than she was and like i just feel like overall like seemed kind of boring to me like i just didn't was not entertained by them together like she was she's really entertaining i like her personality she was really fun and bubbly and like i feel like she was very much like herself and like i like that Mm -hmm. seeing that on the show actually side note is that we're friends on facebook (laughs) because you and danny yeah oh wow I didn't even tell you this. I wanted to be surprised. Um, <laughs> uh, we don't actually know each other personally, but we have messaged each other. Oh. Because, I don't know if you caught this, but at one point she was talking about, like, with, we can, I'll spoil it, but, like, with the next date she had, like, she was talking about locations, and she said that um she was in Austin for a month, like, when she was, like, trying to figure out, like, where she wanted to live. Like, she, like, took a mm-hmm. month like, lived in Austin, but yeah. then she said there wasn't enough water there. Okay, but she lived in Austin for a month, and... I saw she posted on a Facebook group saying, like, I'm new to Austin, like, Jewish, like, looking for some friends. And I live oh. in Austin. It's always nice the people who are moving there. Um, and I messaged her. And I was like, hey, like, I live in Austin. like, have a good group of friends if you're ever curious, like, want to hang out. And then we never actually did. Uh-huh. But I have, like, I'm friends with her on Facebook, so I saw when the promotion, when the first was coming out, like, the trailer of the show, and she posted it on Facebook. I was like, how do I know her like I, was like, I have someone on my Facebook feed that is on the show and then I went back and saw that we were friends because of that um so I just thought that was kind of funny because like that's yeah. the only person that I have some sort of relationship to I would say in the show which like it's right. kind of funny because I feel like in the U.S. like a lot of Jewish people know each other oh yeah around the 100%. world like so, like that's the closest relationship that I have with someone on the show I don't know if you have any other like no Jewish I don't at all situation okay not so, that i know so of danny, i mean I'm, yeah.
0: I'm sure i do know someone who knows someone who knows someone but
1: yeah so with danny maybe i can get some behind the scenes scoop i'll have to reach out yeah uh, but... <laughs>
0: definitely reach out to her we, yeah, yeah so
1: but i enjoy we it, can it update
0: overall. Uh, next week yeah
1: <laughs> yes i will maybe she's annoyed by people reaching out but maybe not maybe she wants it because honestly i feel like the people who go on reality tv like want that feeling or just like well
0: i feel like this isn't necessarily the type of show that would have so much like you know she's not gonna get like a million followers
1: well i looked at her instagram and she had like seven thousand last time i checked which like i wouldn't lose that many um
0: i i I take it i mean i mean yeah it's still better
1: than like I have but <laughs> yeah, so she's still had seven thousand. I mean I have fifteen hundred, which isn't that much lower. I mean it is lower, but yeah. um so yeah, she's let's definitely not, posting, Let's not count
0: mine. Okay.
1: <laughs> she's definitely posting like she wants to be more known, in my opinion. Yeah. Like she's like hashtagging like Jewish matchmaker. Like she wants it.
3: Yeah. Which isn't a bad yeah.
1: Like I think that's great for her. No, like hey, her business is social media, marketing and like food industry. So like she knows how to do that. So, but overall, okay. Sorry, we're getting sidetracked. But overall, <laughs> I do think that. So, did you like her laugh.
0: with David or Sean better? I guess we can kind of. I liked of her
1: I liked way better with Sean. It to. just felt more natural. Like even she said, like they were really similar. Um, but I don't think either of them were that great for her, to be honest. Like I think, I mean, Sean was better, but like I think, like she still wasn't the person that she wanted. Yeah.
0: I feel like Sean, they had the more light, fun banter and, and just, um, I felt like they, they both felt very comfortable and she, I feel like, yeah. felt a lot more comfortable uh, to me than she did with David, for sure. Yeah,
3: uh, David, I, I feel that was like, fun. trying
0: to kind of get her to fit what he wanted her to be and she could see that. She could kind of tell that there were certain qualities like you know her being sephardic not being Sephardic and that was kind of an issue and you could tell that that she didn't feel like she could fully be herself with him
1: yeah and then also fast forward I like how we shot we saw a lot of Danny because I feel like Danny like did give us a good show overall <laughs> um but like when she was talking to David then at the end of the season or towards the end of the season about like how he was mistreating her basically of like mm. why did you not text me or like yeah oh yeah kind of um it was something like well like you did this and like it was something kind of shitty so it was like okay like um why did you do that and he she like fully called him out on it he, he was he was like well i want to see you again she's like no like she <laughs> says like no you treated me badly
0: bye yeah. <laughs>
1: As um, she should. i thought that was really good of her to yeah. sign up
0: herself so yeah so spoiler alert for anyone who doesn't want to know but um per the um netflix official article um she is currently single so she's not with either of them at the moment uh yeah. so
2: let's not surprising move
1: on. yeah <laughs> Especially now that her Instagrams are all her single, like all of her uh, herself, just herself. Like, yeah. Well, would be I think to... you never
0: know though, because they probably don't allow them to post together. If they were still together, they probably. But the
1: show
0: ended. Right now, they would. Yes, true. Yeah. But I'm saying, like, up until like a week or two ago, they wouldn't have been able to.
3: Um,
0: sure. So let's move into Ori. Probably one of our more controversial figures. I feel like from this show, I yeah. I feel like most people that I've talked to about this don't have a very positive opinion of Lori, <laughs> which I can agree with. Um, he did come off to me very um judgmental, superficial, a little cocky, arrogant. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So he is from Los Angeles. Um. Or no. Yeah from los angeles and he considers himself to be spiritual in quotes um so first he was paired up with adi who he didn't particularly uh feel that he met his expectations (laughs) and he called her simple which did not go over well um and then he went on another date with Karen, who it seemed to go better. Um, Your thoughts on either of those pairings or Ori overall?
1: <laughs> I did not like Ori. Um, He was, I don't know, just like the kind of guy that you just like don't want to be around. In my opinion, like he's just like, because... He has a superficial idea of like what women should be, and like he's yeah. not thinking about their personalities. Like that's not someone that you really want to be with, because you want someone to care about you for who you are, and not just your looks. Right. And like he was only talking about looks for the most part. Like most of the time, like he would be talking to like in his um individual talks with the camera, even too like just talking about the looks. Like that was like so annoying to hear. Um, I, like, would have to, like, just, like, not pay attention when he was talking.
0: Like, I, don't, <laughs> I like, agree. Yeah. It was just very cringy.
1: Yeah. And, like, it just was annoying. And especially, like, I mean, I kind of enjoy the scene with his friends because then his friends called him out on it. And then they were, like, you need to care. Like, especially the girls <laughs> in the group, they were, like, you need to care about this person. About yeah. This person. Like, why are you saying this? Like you're so superficial. Like, they even I feel constantly... like they were
0: almost trying to like save him of like yeah. you do realize how you're gonna come across when you're saying this, right? Like, like
1: I don't know if he realized, like, was he not self-aware at all to realize no,
0: that like, I don't think so. Yeah. I, I feel like to him that's just kind of it felt like normal. Like he just kind of was like, Yeah, of course, that's what I care about. Like, yeah, exactly.
1: <laughs> and like, but he also like was really specific in like caring about someone who spoke Hebrew which mm-hmm. is interesting like I don't even really speak Hebrew but like he like really cared about that which I feel like it's kind of hard to find someone like that in the U.S. overall like I mean, yeah. maybe in LA it's easier to find that but um like that was also a specific qualification of his and like that's like really specific like you need your wife or your first partner to like care and like you need them to speak Hebrew like that was really interesting to see like I don't know if like i would make that
0: kind of judgment yeah i mean i guess that by itself if you take out the rest of it like i wouldn't have thought much of it but that's so picky like yeah with that and the looks have to be exactly the way that he wants them to be like like what's how small is a AI generated person. I d I don't know how like he cool? <laughs> yeah. could possibly find someone that meets all of those qualifications. Because
1: Karen was way too good for him. Yeah. Like she was gorgeous and like he's not, in my opinion. Like it's not his personality, and, like <laughs> even worse. But like she was so, so nice and like I was yeah. like, how is she on this date and like not like hitting him? Like I was like, I would just be like not happy i
0: I always (laughs) wonder with those date especially like first dates on tv where it's like i feel like sometimes people are just like being (laughs) overly patient overly nice because they don't want to come across wrong like
1: (laughs) yeah no i definitely felt that i don't know if you kind of felt this like when i i watch bachelor shows like you can like definitely tell when people are like being more natural or being more like i need this to be like looking right for tv like watching this show i was like they care how this looks on tv yeah because like you could just really see that and like they like try to bring up specific conversations or specific things that are like things that you want to be aired or like they want to be on tv like in streaming services like netflix but like that wasn't enjoyable to see i was like i don't want this i want it to be real and not like i mean. I guess, because seeing a camera there, of course. I feel like it's
0: hard, yeah, because, like, when Um, you're meeting someone for the first time on camera, I think that must be very difficult to be natural. A
2: lot of pressure.
0: When, right, when you're, like, in an established relationship, and then you're having a conversation on camera, you can kind of maybe, like, block it out, and it's, like, have whatever normal conversation you would have, but... Yeah. I mean, even even just doing something like this, like our podcast, if I was just, like, if this was our first ever conversation, I don't know how natural it could be because, you know, you're just kind of trying to get to know this person, but then it's like, I, I don't know if they're being themselves or if they're trying to, like, you know, be a certain way because they know this is, you know, going to be watched by a bunch of people. So... I think that can be hard, but yeah, you can definitely tell, I feel like, when people are trying at least to be as much of themselves as they can be versus someone trying to put on a show. Yeah, for
1: sure. So,
0: enough about Ori. Yeah, okay. Well, (laughs) um, well, this is interesting, though, that I I do want to, before we move on, is that he is the only one um, who... They did not include on the Netflix uh, update article that kind of shows me that he was maybe not happy with the way he was portrayed on the show and wants nothing to do with it. This is my what I gather from him not giving an update? <laughs>
1: I mean, that's fair. He was not portrayed well.
0: <laughs> yeah, which, which is also, and you know, we don't have to get into this, but it's also a kind of a chicken and the egg thing of was he maybe not portrayed well because maybe producers didn't like him or he did something to upset them and maybe then they were like okay well we're gonna put all your worst possible moments of the in the, the show or did he see that and then got upset because he didn't come off well and then he didn't do an update or anything like that so yeah i don't know which came first but whatever it was i don't expect to see him on a Future season no. of this show, <laughs> I,
1: I would bet money on that. That he is definitely not. Yeah. Awesome.
0: <laughs> no,
1: no. no. Uh, okay, so then okay. with Harmony, Harmony, yes, she is from Los Angeles as well, and she is celebrates the high holidays, so not super religious, I would say. Right. Um, and we saw three dates from her, she she had her own adam and ben um but i really like harmony overall i think also i feel like her states i feel like her first two because she's older she's like 44 i believe mm-hmm. yeah. but, just, but i feel like the first two men that she went on dates with like were not in her league
0: yeah what did you think about that because like you know we talked about how like uh, yeah aliza did pretty well overall but With Harmony in particular, I feel like the first two were almost more what Aliza thought Harmony should be wanting versus what she actually said or indicated that she wanted. (laughs) Maybe personality wise, they did fit, but I feel like, I feel like, looks wise, like, or not looks, sorry, age wise, um, she did say in her first meeting that she was okay with older, but I feel like she, you could kind of tell that she didn't really mean it. <laughs> yeah. She kind of felt like she should say it, but she didn't really want that. And so, I, I I felt like after the first one, the first one maybe okay, I get it. Like you know, she said that she was okay with it, but then the second one, I was kind of like, I feel like kind of should have gotten the hint maybe that she wanted someone a little bit younger.
1: Yeah. No. Same. I also felt like maybe Aliza was, like, because in the past, Harmony was saying, like, she was kind of with players, like, people that, like, didn't really care, like, mm-hmm. mostly cared about the physical aspect of, like, being in that, like, relationship with her. Like, she wanted Harmony to see, like, more of that emotional side.
3: Yeah. And I
1: think maybe, like, this was more of an like, extreme so, like, just want that emotional side with someone and then not want that physical. So, like, I think she was trying to, like, Bring her out to the other side of that and seeing that what it could be, and not what she was used to of like having that just physical aspect in the relationship, first off, because like I do think like she could grow. and she did say she could like learn from that. and like she felt that she had those emotional connections there. and like she realized like how important that is. Mm-hmm. So I think that was a big part of why Lisa did that as well. but, I don't think that, like, who she matched her with, like, was all that great. Like, I think it was good. Like, overall, like, with the conversations they had, like, it was fine. But, like, if Harmony was just, like, not at all attracted to them, like, that's a problem.
3: (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Which (laughs) And, like, and Harmony had
1: reason to, like, because she didn't want someone older. Like, that's not who she's typically going for. Like, then that's, like, obviously going to cause some different like she's
0: not gonna want to really continue it with them right right um but then uh the third date her third date was ben who felt like a better match um i don't think she was immediately super drawn to him but it definitely felt more like it could grow into something than the first two yeah but spoiler alert she's still single (laughs)
1: <laughs> i'm rooting for her though i want her to find happiness. i do
0: too i liked her a lot yeah, um, she was
1: also another one who was like fully herself
0: and, i like, could see her uh, almost on some other netflix show down the road i feel like she was a big enough personality um you know obviously a little bit on the older side for like a perfect match situation but um but but i liked her i could see her maybe on like the circle or something like that
1: oh that could be fun
0: yeah i could see that yes um
1: and then we kind of talked about cindy earlier but and, uh... she in jerusalem and she went on a couple days with daniel then didn't really continue but then was saying she was thinking about her ex and maybe wanting to go back there so i don't know that happened but you said that you saw in the article it says in a relationship
0: yeah it says like in a relationship. Way? it yeah. does not specify if it's the ex um yeah. but it she did say that she is in a relationship so it could be with,
3: with i like
1: with i think she I was know. good like as a cast member i think like yeah. she did try to branch out and like go on dates but then she was like that wasn't for me like i need yeah, someone else well and he was or, like,
0: late for his second yeah. date which not okay i'm not that that's a big thing yeah. for me i don't like when people are do very... you believe
1: that story but um daniel no said,
0: so... that was like the like <laughs> when you give too many details like that i feel like it's an indication that it's not true
1: <laughs> and, like why would he do all those things i don't
0: know but, i don't know. Yeah. Like this, <laughs> just say you were stuck in traffic just say yeah. i don't know something i ran late <laughs> yeah, yeah overslept i don't know just... yeah that's more believable to me than than everything that that he said um so then we got well, we got our first noah we have two noahs on this show so first we have noah dreyfus um who is from wyoming he considers himself to be a flexodox, which I never heard that word before, and now I've heard it twice on the show. (laughs) Um, So apparently that's a thing. Um, So he goes on two dates, one with Eliana and one with Ophir. Um, Eliana doesn't work out because he doesn't want someone who's um, been married with a kid. Um, But the one with Ophir goes pretty well. Um, Your thoughts on... Either of those matches.
1: um I definitely think that with fear, it was more natural in their conversations, and like seeing them together just felt more like there was potential there. But as the article stated, it does seem like he's still single. Yeah. But I liked him. I, I liked his too. like yeah. his background. Like he was. He's really very open religious. And, and yeah. he got really religious growing up, and like when he went to Israel and did yeshiva for six years, like. That's like a big shift from I mean, going from that to like where he is right now. Like, mm-hmm. kind of crazy, but like, that's good for him that he, he got out of that. If he's good, if he's happier this way, which seems, yeah. like. Um, but then like it's difficult for him, I'm sure, to be part of his son who's in Israel still. Um, but yeah, overall, like, I was rooting for him, but didn't see him succeed. I yeah. guess entirely or. We didn't get to see any updates at all, except for the article that he's still think of.
0: <laughs> yeah. I I agree.
1: Yeah. Now into Faye. Faye. So yes. she is from Brooklyn, and she is Orthodox. So this is our main, like, actual Orthodox. Orthodox.
0: Yeah. She doesn't
1: touch, doesn't, um, like, for anyone who doesn't know, Shomer and Nagia, they mentioned this on the show but mm-hmm. I do means for orthodox people and they will have no physical contact until they're married which
0: yeah by the way yeah <laughs> <laughs> well, by the way um I I like the, the how they kind of like explained all those terms on the show
2: yeah
0: for people who don't know because I mean even some of them I I didn't know um and so i i like the fact that they broke all that down and i thought she did a good job of of kind of explaining all of that for people who are watching who might not know any of them at all
1: yeah no for sure and i liked Bay a lot yeah Um, and she was was really sweet and like as a young woman of being who's orthodox as 28 like that i know people who are orthodox like that is old in their opinion of like who's they're not married yet like if you haven't been married like they think like other people in your community like could think something's wrong with you because like everyone's getting married so young in the orthodox communities so that's so much pressure It's um, so much pressure and like and she's gorgeous and like has a lot going for her so i was like really rooting for her to find her match and i really did think like when i first saw her and shia together yeah, which is the only guy we see with her like i did think that they got along really well But what it came down to was also his religious level and, like, how religious she is. Like, he didn't live up to that for her. Um, But I thought they were a really cute couple overall, and I wish that, like, he would have been a little more religious for her, because I wanted them to work out. But um, I don't know. I wish we saw more of that and, like, saw her on more dates, because I enjoyed her. I
0: know. I, I wonder why we didn't see her on... I mean, I know that they have, like, uh, a bunch of dates together and we saw two of them at least mm-hmm. um, but yeah I was a little surprised because I think she's the only one that we only saw with one guy with one partner um, and then we just kind of never saw her again on the show but
1: <laughs> yeah and also it's interesting I don't know if you knew this but like the way that the guy like he, Shia like went and talked to his her mom first like that's a common thing yeah
0: talk. oh and that like, was so funny how they like already yeah. had so much so many connections yeah i mean of
1: <laughs> course the orthodox community like knows yeah yeah so well. um especially if you're in the same city or same area but
0: he was all dressed up <laughs> yeah
1: no but that's how they are they yeah. always wear suits and it's like kind of crazy i mean not crazy but like that's their style that's one um,
0: reason i could never do that i hate know, getting dressed
1: up i mean my up. t-shirt and shorts like, me too all- <laughs> um, but yeah, so I don't know, maybe Shia is now married, but I mean no, sh-
0: um Oh Faye.
1: right, right. Faye is not.
0: Right. So Faye, well, we don't know exactly what's oh. going on with Faye because she would not she was in the article, but she wouldn't disclose what she is, um what her status is now. She said that um, you know, her her cultural uh ways that uh they're very private and she said that she's still it seems like she's still working with aliza um so i don't know if aliza has found someone for her maybe you know it's kind of early on in a relationship and maybe she just doesn't want to become public with it yet in case it doesn't work out who knows um but she yeah she still remains a mystery and maybe too it's possible that maybe after the first guy maybe she kind of decided that she wanted to be more private and maybe you know that she still wanted to work with elizabeth didn't want to have future dates on the show anymore i don't i don't know
1: yeah i'm not
3: sure
1: Um, but i wish we saw more of her but maybe yeah she didn't want that It definitely. if she doesn't want to share now it definitely seems like she just likes having her private life yeah yeah um So, I won't won't try to pressure her to share, but I'm just curious. I'm
0: not. I will. No. (laughs) (laughs) We
1: need to find someone who's a mutual friend with her, which probably won't be that hard to find. Let me ask Yeah. Because Benny knows not the Jewish people here.
0: Yeah. (laughs) I wonder if the people on the show have kind of become friends uh, since none of them interacted with each other on the show at all, but I I wonder how much they've interacted. since then if there's like a group chat going on or any, anything like that
1: to be honest seeing all the people like i don't know who that would be friends
0: yeah they're all very different but i mean obviously <laughs> yeah. they have this you know it's like i think in any show you know you get people together who would never necessarily That's interact true. in real life but when they put in a situation like this where they're the only other people who can understand what they're going through <laughs> uh, it, it bonds them um yeah. Okay, so then we got Nikisha, who is from Kansas, uh, but doesn't will not want someone from Kansas. <laughs> and she is Reform. So she's our first real Reform um, addition to the show. Uh, she goes on two dates, uh, first with Ryan and then with Evan. And with Evan, there really seems to be a lot of potential there, I feel like. I was uh, kind of thinking that when I was looking for updates, I kind of thought that they could still be together um but spoiler alert they're not she's single <laughs>
1: yeah i thought it was interesting i liked nakisha because um she's like are only also like half jewish technically person like her because yeah. her dad isn't jewish but she, her mom is like that makes her jewish and the jewish realm of like the jewish laws um but yeah so that was interesting because like then people could see like that not everyone looks the same. Right. Feminism, and like there's people all walks of like different looks in every race and every part of life. So like it's interesting to see that yeah. um on the show as well.
0: Yeah. And I, I liked her. I thought she was a good reality T V personality too. Yeah. Um she was very funny and she's the other one in addition to Harmony who I could possibly see doing some other show, you know, on Netflix or um yeah. or elsewhere. Uh, She seemed to really kind of have that camera-ready personality. Um, Then we got Stuart. Uh, Stuart is from Chicago. He is culturally Jewish. Um, And he goes on two dates. First with Hope. They don't really click. Uh, And then Pamela. And that does seem to go pretty well. Mm -hmm. Um, But again... (laughs) <laughs> Does
1: the show work? no <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah i don't know that the uh success rates uh any better than the bachelor or <laughs> yeah but
1: i mean store kind of he was interesting he was an interesting character he reminded
0: me of like someone from like snl in the 90s or something yeah. like uh um I'm trying to think of his name. Uh, who was on Celebrity Big Brother this last year? Um, and I can't think of it. Um, but he kind of reminded me of him. Um, but yeah, he was a, a very interesting personality.
1: <laughs> I thought Pamela was cute. Like a, their connection, like was nice to see. But also, like I didn't think it was gonna really last. Um, yeah. But at least he did like her better than or.
3: They click better than he did with Hope. Yeah, definitely.
1: Um, so, yeah, but then to our last,
0: uh, yeah, our other Noah, yeah. Noah Del Monte, um, from Tel Aviv, considers himself to be kind of religious. <laughs> um, not sure exactly what that means, <laughs> but um, he goes on three dates. Um, we see first with Alyssa. It's a blind date. He's not attracted to her, really. That doesn't really work out. Um, Then Gabriela, who doesn't believe in Western medicine. (laughs) That doesn't work out. (laughs) Um, And then the last one is Tav. And uh, it seems to go well, but it's long distance. So you can kind of tell it's probably not going to really turn into anything serious. And it doesn't, because he's single. (laughs) What
1: a trend. Um... But, yeah, I don't really... I feel like I didn't really get to know Noah that well, and I didn't really care. It was, you
0: know. like, the second-to-last episode, yeah. or the last episode. At that
1: point, I was, like, yeah. I already feel like I know the people that I need to know. But it's then, like these those shows.
0: Yeah, yeah, I feel like it's, like, you know, Bachelor in Paradise, for example, when someone comes in, and, like, the second to last episode and it's like everyone's already coupled up and you're kind of like okay why are they adding someone in this late in the game that's
1: how i felt (laughs) when i saw more people getting added i was like i don't want to watch them now yeah
0: (laughs) (laughs) right it's like you know you kind of want i feel like it maybe would have been and i understand you know even on a show like 90 day fiance there's certain seasons where they will add a couple in and like episode three or four um and to me that's fine because you still have you know 15 to go and so by the end of it you forgot that they weren't there in the first few episodes and you know i know this is only eight episodes but i feel like maybe they should have stopped adding people around episode five yeah no,
1: yeah i was like okay i don't need these people now yeah <laughs> but Just i like
0: them I, I mean I, I feel like if he had been added in earlier on, and we got to see more of him, that he would have been great.
1: We were just—we had the fatigue already. We were like already just like not another
0: one. <laughs> yeah, well, it's just like I—I I know that I'm not going to get to know you very well because you're yeah. being added in halfway through the second to last episode. Exactly. Like
2: so I can't get that invested. Hard
0: to invest when I, you know you're not going to see have- much of them, right? <laughs> but uh, so, assuming that there might you know. If there is a season two, which of these people would you potentially want to see again?
1: I would say Harmony. And uh, she's my number one. Yeah. And then maybe also, also Nikisha yeah. and Danny.
0: Yeah. Okay. I agree with that. I, I so would... all the
1: girls, basically. Yeah, <laughs> except, that's except true. She Faye, but like Faye wants to be private. So like right, I, I just same, don't think like, that would happen. If she doesn't want to do it, I don't want to pressure her. <laughs> I,
0: I would actually I would say definitely, yes, I agree with with all three of those. And I would even say someone like like Noah Del Monte because yeah. someone who we didn't get to know very well that um, you know, maybe in a future season, um, we could get to know better. Mm-hmm. Uh if, you know, we get to see more of them. So I I, I would say yeah, I, I would say those four for me would be potential yeah. uh, to see in a future season so
1: we'll have to see if there's another season coming down the line or what that means for the show yeah
0: um, it's so hard to tell how shows on netflix do especially reality shows that typically aren't going to necessarily make like the you know top 10 uh list of the week you know for um at, at least for more than the first week or so so I feel like the standard for that is is a lot different than like you know a huge big budget scripted show um so it's hard to tell, but um, we'll see mm-hmm. hopefully they'll if they are coming out with a new one, they'll say, you know we'll hear in the next few weeks something about it being renewed, and yeah, we'll see what happens. but um, any last thoughts before we end this here?
1: I don't have any more. I think we covered it all, just overall looking forward to what's to come in this realm. I think, I mean, as we said, like, there's definitely some critiques we had. But overall, like I did think it was a good show. Like I did enjoy it in a general idea of it. But there definitely, it could be better.
0: Mm-hmm. And I think, you know, for our first season, yeah, I think every show has that, you know, where they tweak things for, uh, for future seasons. But I think, yeah. overall, totally agree. I enjoyed it. And I hope that it does come back so well uh thank you so much for listening and or watching uh be sure to follow us on instagram at let's chat reality and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts and um we have our link tree link in our instagram bio uh so you can find us there on all different platforms so we will catch you all next week
2: thanks for listening later